Welcome to AppCast Music, the music of Athens, Georgia, now and then. In this debut episode, I'm going to take you through my journey and why I decided to start this podcast. First, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I was born in Amityville, Long Island as the ninth child, and my twin sister being the tenth of a family of ten. We left there in 1960 and headed to New Jersey, which were definitely my formative years. As I say, once a Jersey girl, always a Jersey girl. In my last two years of high school, my dad took us back to his hometown of Kansas City, Missouri. I went to KU for my first two years of college, and then after living in California, I went back to Kansas City and continued college until moving to Columbia, South Carolina with my then boyfriend and my now husband. You'll see now and then things keep on coming up in this podcast not only personally, but musically, about Athens, it, it just seems to come up. I also took some classes at UNC, which is UNC Charlotte, when we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. I've had some unique jobs, to say the least, through my life, from working at Sounds Familiar record stores in the 70s to the 90s, to the wild world of live television production including shows like Carolina Today in Columbia, South Carolina, and God help me, World Championship Wrestling at Turner Broadcast in Atlanta. On Carolina Today, we interviewed anyone who was promoting their new book, their new album, their new television show, anything that was newsworthy. Um, So we had a lot of local interviewing going on. But some of my favorites were... Madam Sadat, Johnny Cash, Captain Kangaroo, I swear, and he looked the same. Roger Miller, I gotta say this, dang me, dang me, ought to take a rope and hang me. There's my Roger Miller impressionation, and Jeff Foxworthy. And I don't remember any of his, you know you're a redneck. I just can't remember. That's like trying to remember dad jokes or something. In wrestling, I worked with Goldberg, Ric Flair, Booker T., Don't hate the player, hate the game. Kevin Nash, Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, and even Hulk Hogan. But we don't ever have to say Hulk Hogan's name ever again. I'll just put it that way. After WCW ended with Vince McMahon buying the company, my career took a shift when I opened up the first ESPN X Games skate park. I have to say that slowly because it's so hard to say. Yeah, it was in Duluth, Georgia. It was another subculture. I just went from one subculture to the other. Wrestling, skating. But I loved the culture of skating. I loved watching these kids, and not so many kids. Some were older, but mostly kids, step off of a 13-foot vert ramp. Just walking up there and looking down made me weak in the knees, but they just dove right into it or some inline skaters going up the vert ramp that we had like on a wall. So they literally skated, 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 then went right up the wall and to see how high they could go. I was a nervous wreck half the time, but it was a lot of fun. And also the bikes, they were always just flying over the rails and doing all kinds of spins and tricks. It really was a fun job. It was brutal operationally, but it was a fun job. Due to a little bit of a problem with my kidneys and going into renal failure, 
I had to take some time off. I wanted to live the quality of life I knew I could for a while and just take advantage of not being on dialysis and waiting for a kidney. And I did a lot of fun stuff doing that. Once I felt like I could get back to working, I ended up as the national account rep for Koch Entertainment that became E1. I loved this job. This was where I wanted to be forever and ever. And we distributed 250 plus labels. Some of those people were Jerry Douglas, greatest Dobro. Oh, man, he's good. Ani DeFranco, Go Righteous Babe. Robert Earl Keane, The Road Goes On Forever and The Party Never Ends. And man, I know how to sing that one. Master P, yep. I have many more stories where those come from, and they may kind of slip in and creep into the podcast every now and then. I promise not to bore you with all that stuff too much, though. But sometimes there are some funny stories. Well, let's see. After Koch, because of the music business transitioning, around 2009 to 2010, and then some, the music industry took a spiral downwards during the transition from physical product to digital. I lost my job. Although I was one of the last men standing, I have a woman, and um, I was grateful for that. And a couple of years later, moved to Athens, Georgia. I really wasn't doing anything after that, doing a few things with some family members and just working here and there. Decided to come to Athens, Georgia. I've never looked back. But I really couldn't figure out how to penetrate the music scene here. And I needed to make a living. I mean, you know, we all do. I mean, people in all these bands have to wait tables or clean floors or work at the Kinko's or something like that. We all, we all had to do something. But I began my own business providing and helping Athenians with their health insurance. I felt like that would be a good thing for me to do. I could work for myself and I could help people. Really wasn't sure how that would work out for me. Never in my life did I think it would be so rewarding to help people who were so confused about our unbelievably, and I'll just say effed up, health system in the United States. Although I knew I what I was doing to help people was, it really was where I was supposed to be that during those years. I just knew this is what I needed to go through to get to the next level. I didn't know when it would happen, but helping people humbled me and it enlightened me to a severe crisis in this country. And I developed so many incredible relationships with so many cool people. And, and I never stopped thinking about, though, what I could do in the music business. It has always and has always held a special place in my heart. Doing a podcast kept on sneaking its little way into my thoughts and ideas. And it was just churning and turning and churning in my mind. So that's how I decided to say, go for it. 
this podcast is a little different than some of the podcasts in, in Athens, and some of them are kind of the same a little bit. I feel like my podcast is a, a historic and contemporary view of the Athens music scene. My perspective is from kind of an outsider's look into this very special, special place and the continuing exploding music scene here. I say outsider because I'm discovering what happened here because I didn't live here. I'm not an Athenian and I am taking my listeners on this journey with me to discover really what happened through the years and what is happening now. I got to say, I am so freaking jealous that I did not live here in the days of REM, B-52s, the wigs, the glands, drive-by truckers, widespread panic, and gosh, so many more. Pylon. Pylon, I guess, is God to a lot of people at that time. Um, in my reading about them and listening to them. So my goal is to take my listeners on this epic journey with me. It's already been quite an adventure and a freaking blast. I've had so much fun. So if you're up for some really cool conversations with musicians, owners of iconic music venues and recording studios, as well as the many people who promoted and produced these musicians, and much more, take a leap of faith as I did and climb aboard the Athcast music train. I hope you enjoy it, and I thank you in advance for listening. I also thank Tweed Recording for allowing me to do this in this unbelievable facility. And I thank Kayla Dover for being my angel. She's my engineering angel, and I can't thank her enough. I plan on releasing one time a week, Thursday nights. To find me right now, you can find me on Instagram at Athcast Music and also on Facebook at Marlene Sokol Stewart hyphen Athcast Music. I will have a website one day, but I don't now. And for now, anyway, you can reach me at Marlene, M-A-R-L-E-N-E, at athcastmusic.com. And that is A-T-H-C-A-S-T-M-U-S-I-C. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy.